Welcome to the Harnessing Happiness podcast. Upbeat vibes generated and transferred to you. Now here's your host, Sarah J. Naylor. Hello and welcome to Harnessing Happiness with myself, Sarah J. Naylor. Thank you so much for joining us and uh, delighted to introduce you to the fabulously lovely Christine Kenny today. And I'm going to hand over to Christine so she can introduce herself because I think uh, it's far more eloquent. eloquent when my guests introduce themselves um, because they can really do justice far more than I can to what they actually do. So over to you, Christine. The floor is yours. I'm Christine. I'm a registered UK dietitian and a mindset coach. I help women be in their best health and really empower them to feel amazing in their body, um, remove food rules, guilt around eating and um, just show up as the best version of themselves and feel amazing and healthy while they're doing it. This is a massive, massive topic, isn't it? Sort of health, well-being and sort of diet and food and you know, maybe the diet industry is massive and there's a reason it's massive, isn't it? Because it doesn't work. (laughs) And it is all about, as you've you've mentioned, mindset and understanding and accepting ourselves. But, you know, that is very much your area of expertise. And you've been on a journey with all of that yourself, haven't you, from from a young age? Can you give us a little bit of backstory um, as to how you got to where you are? Because it is an interesting story for all to hear. So growing up, I had a great relationship with food. I didn't think about food at all. didn't think about my body image. Everything was great. I loved food. I loved cooking. And when I look back, I think what I loved the most about it was the connection Um, around food the emotional connection the social connection it just bringing people together Mm -hmm. food brings people together and um and I I look back now and I think actually that was what made me so interested in food Ah. Um, not just eating it (laughs) it was actually how it brought people together Um, every celebration there's Mm -hmm. food when you go out on a date it's food Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know somebody comes into the world you know we celebrate with food cake when we lose people when we mourn we you know we we see them off we give them a good send-off and there's food you know it's food is everything and I think it binds us together as, as people so I've always had an interest in food I wanted to be a food tech teacher I think that's what they call it now ah, right. okay. <laughs> but my dad said no and and then I became vegetarian started uh-huh. really researching into, into food and of course we didn't have the internet then so it was all library based Ooh, um, back into the library <laughs> good old bit of research do you know what there's something about a library though isn't there it's a really good place to go yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You've got so many options, so many things to look at. And I was just fascinated about food, how it heals us, Mm -hmm. how, you know, if we don't eat a good diet, Mm -hmm. how detrimental that can be to our lives. So it's just something that really resonated with me. And I truly believe that nutrition is the foundations of our health. Oh, gosh, yes. We can go on and on and on for so long, but without a good foundation, something's going to crumble. And for a lot of people, unfortunately, it can lead to really bad um, health consequences. Mm -hmm. So 
I kind of was doing my own research, doing my own, had my own interest. I was always talking about food. People would say, oh, what do you think about that? Oh, you're healthy. What do you think about that? And um, and then once I'd had my, my children, once I got pregnant, obviously I was more looking into it more and more, uh, just seeing how I could be the healthiest that I could be um, while I was pregnant and then how I could feed my children. And it was just an absolute passion and I decided that I would go and study um, when I was in my 30s um, to go and study nutrition. Mm-hmm. I got offered a place on a, a funded place oh, uh, to study dietetics, mm-hmm. which is the clinical side of nutrition. Mm-hmm. So I I took that. Um, <laughs> because it was fully funded. And, well, why not? And that, yeah. <laughs> fully funded, go for it. A gift. And that, yeah. <laughs> um, and that gave me my registered dietitian title. So registered dietitians and um, registered nutritionists also are the only evidence-based nutrition professionals that can mm-hmm. work within the NHS and within uh, medical mm-hmm. professions because we have to um, uphold um, continuous professional development and we have to be held accountable. So yes, yeah. um, it is um, a, a title that I'm proud of. And to be proud of um, is important. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and I think it, it um, enables that my clients to have that that trust factor as well that I have studied. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, there is a lot to back up what what I say um, because sometimes people are so confused about what to eat, um, and you know they look on the internet, and that just makes things more confusing um and i think them being able to um understand that actually a lot of the things that they are confused about they don't even need to worry about because they're they're not real you know there's no evidence for these myths and misconceptions that do lead to confusion yes yeah so i think it's important to have that title well it's a lot there's a lot of reassurance there isn't it as you say there's evidence-based but there are as so much there's so much available on the internet and it's it's knowing who to who to trust with what they suggest because you have all of these sort of diets flashed out there and all this that and the other and as we say the diet industry really it, yeah. it doesn't work it is it makes a lot of money because it doesn't work it doesn't work and i think from a psychological perspective so like i said i you know love food and everything about food and the women that i work with i just they can't enjoy food anymore. And, you know, how much happiness is it to celebrate a meal mm. with your family, celebrate a birthday, an occasion? But they're like, oh, no, I can't go because I'm following this juice oh. diet or I'm following this... And I can't eat food, ah! so I can't go and I don't trust myself. No, I know, because I'm very much with you on this uh, on this plate. Let's use... Because <laughs> I've grown up with a really healthy approach to food. My Both of my parents used to cook. It was always home-cooked food. My gran would cook, my mum would cook, my dad would cook. My, yeah, they'd cook different... different um, different meals my mum did um went to courses when we were growing up in the 70s and we should always come with all these different <laughs> different menus and it was just always good healthy food we didn't have the oh yeah i remember when the vesta packs came out that was a bit of a oh it's something that's come out of a box <laughs> all very exciting um but, but that sadly that sort of the growth of the um 
fast food is being so detrimental mm. to health and um, people have lost that art of actually cooking but like you were saying about food bringing people together i i love it when i create a meal and people enjoy that food i do have to profess that i do at mary berry's lemon drizzle cake very well <laughs> and it does get eaten up very very quickly um but it is it's lovely isn't it that whole art of uh that's, well, it's not even an art. It's fundamental to our very health and our, you know, how we live is is creating food and enjoying it. And actually, when you're making the food with love, you're putting that energy into the food, which then comes out. And if you've got something that's manufactured and mass produced, it hasn't got that. It hasn't even got that no. sort of quality of energy that's gone into 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 producing the meal so how, how can you possibly sort of enjoy it apart from perhaps picking it up from Sainsbury's and it's on a <laughs> it's been a reduced label you go oh, I've got a bargain <laughs> that just turns it into that food is fuel mm-hmm. doesn't it um and food is fuel but there's so much more there's so much more um that we get from food um and if you're just eating for fuel it could be anything, couldn't it? You're not getting that satisfaction factor. Oh, absolutely. I, I remember talking to um, a couple of friends who were sort of very health conscious and, oh, you must have these bars of this, that and the other. You can, you, you only need to have this and one shake. I'm going, no, absolutely not. I enjoy food. You know, you can get all these protein shakes. Occasionally, I'll, I'll put one with a, it's a, a Joe Wicks one and it's with spinach and a protein. And I had one yesterday morning because I'd picked up some... Um, fresh spinach from uh, the supermarket okay don't like it actually because it's in plastic packaging but you know bring back the green grocers that what we that's what we want <laughs> the green grocers i remember growing up to and you'd go down there they'd measure it out in one of those big weighing scales and put it into a pa- brown paper bag and off you'd trot with your bag of shopping that's yeah. what we want back isn't it christine yes. <laughs> be able to go and see it and smell it and yes and yeah which even touch it <laughs> yeah absolutely which was brings me probably quite nicely into what makes you happy and i can i can hear what makes you happy but what makes you a happy person <laughs> for, for me um being happy is just i allow all kinds all emotions so if i'm sad i will let myself be sad if i'm you know if i'm cross I'll let myself self be cross um and I think accepting that all emotions are valid Mm -hmm. all emotions are are welcome and and to be appreciated um I think really kind of makes that happiness more more impactful impactful for me because when you feel happy you know everything around you is brighter everything around you feels good yeah absolutely (laughs) and everything around you I love helping people. I think that is what I've always felt good about. Mm. And when I get, we you know, when one of my clients says to me, oh, I enjoyed this, this meal or I did some cooking and I really enjoyed it, I just, like, my heart just yes. starts beating oh. and I'm just like, yes, yes, having that feeling. Oh, that's just fantastic. But it is, isn't that it, getting that feedback, that the, 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 the knowledge and the wisdom that you've shared has helped somebody feel good and feel better because what you then give out is what you're then getting back and then it go, it yeah. goes backwards and forwards and you say that sort of energy that feel good factor makes you happy and and I think equally so with what you were saying is is very very valid about allowing those emotions and those feelings to come through not because it, things have to flow it's about that flow mm. it's about recognizing them acknowledging them and letting them pass through 
you don't have to get stuck with that emotion. You don't have to get stuck with something that's making you yeah. angry or cross because you can re- you can acknowledge it and go, yeah. So what's that telling me about myself? What do I need to look at? How can I change that? And then so it, it passes through. But yeah. it's always nicer to be happy, isn't it? <laughs> the more happiness we can oh, put yeah. out there, the better, yeah. rather than going, rah! <laughs> But it must and be. I think you appreciate that happiness more mm. when you when you can you know you're not numbing down feelings. Yes, you're expressing feelings, so you can feel that more. Yes, um, I, I totally agree with you. And just sort of going back to sort of sixteen years, I you know I was going through a divorce, and it was all very traumatic. And there was this option of sort of having some antidepressants, which I was very resistant to, and I sort of succumbed to a quarter of a half of a tablet or a quarter of a tablet, and went, oh no, I don't like this at all. I'd rather feel everything you know and experience it because I don't want I didn't want to sort of dampen down anything because it's you know I'm not being this isn't to be detrimental to anybody that does get that benefit from from those uh, those products but for me it's very much about having to feel stuff and experience it Mm -hmm. and go through it and know and grow and develop from it which is exactly what you're saying so we're very much on the same page plate (laughs) dinner table (laughs) but that community going back to that that community feel of being around a dinner table with family with friends you know, it's it's a space to sort of talk and communicate, isn't it? Yeah, and that's what I think, you know, that's how the human race evolved, isn't it? Through mm-hmm. connection, mm-hmm. through being able to form connections and um, communities. That's what brings us brings us joy, is that, that connection. Absolutely. Um, keeps us wanting to survive. <laughs> yes, I remember going on to a yoga retreat, and there was a friend of mine, she's, she's fabulous, she's a yoga teacher, and she wanted to have a silent breakfast, and there was a reason that we couldn't, which I won't bother going into, but I was going, no, I can't do a silent breakfast. It's a great place to sit and talk. <laughs> I know that I understand mm. the... The, the reason behind that was to sort of be mindful and to experience yeah. the food because it's this is something again that I'm sure you will you'll have a comment on is we it's all too easy going back to that fuel version of food rather than the enjoyment we tend to eat on the hoof bolt food down and it's yeah and I know sort of the Mediterranean way is very much more that big family around the table and you sit and you eat don't you but when you're sort of bolting food down just because you're in such a rush that's probably not such a good thing no I mean it isn't a good thing and we can't we don't digest food properly um, when we're eating in a rush just imagine that you're stressed trying to get some work finished and then you're eating at the same time that link between the brain and the gut is going to be all for want of a better word it's it's all going to be fuzzing about fuzzing about so you're not going to digest your food properly you're not going to absorb enough um all those nutrients from your food and you're not even going to notice that you've eaten anything um and that is one of the the problems that a lot of women that i work with is they overeat because they're not getting that satisfaction factor they're not getting that connection between the brain and the stomach that actually i've eaten something Mm -hmm. I've given my body some nourishment. I've had something to eat. It's for, it's not noticed. It's forgotten about. The, the message doesn't go, go to your brain. And over the last, God, maybe 40 mm-hmm. years, we have got into this um, lifestyle where everything is such a rush. Yeah. You know, it's work through your lunch, get the job done, you know, and then grab something yes. <laughs> later to kind of top, top up again. Um, and we've forgotten about that 
that connection and that satisfaction factor mm-hmm. i recommend that everybody stops for at least 15 minutes mm-hmm. to eat a lunch and talking and chatting with someone isn't taking you away from that food but scrolling on your <laughs> phone or tapping at the computer while you're doing it or watching the television is mm-hmm. no you know if you sit in front of the television with a big bag of crisps before you know it your hands in the bottom <laughs> and you didn't even realize that you had eaten it <laughs> you know subconscious like, sort oh, of just hand to mouth action yes. yes yeah absolutely but when we're mindful when we eat we have that connection we relate to that hunger that fullness of i've had in most people when they eat mindfully don't eat everything on the plate because they've started to feel full before they've finished. Mm -hmm. If you eat mindlessly, you could eat a meal and then 20 minutes later, oh, actually, I'm hungry, and start eating something else and eating something. And it's not until you're actually physically bursting that you then notice that you are, that you have eaten too much. Yeah, it's patterns of behaviour you get into, isn't it? And it's actually breaking Mm. those patterns and we don't have to be those patterns of behaviour. But because, like you've just alluded to, this mad, crazy world that we've been sort of caught up in because of the advancement of technology and I guess the manufacturing manufacturing side of things have dropped off so people aren't sort of physically in jobs anymore and building up a hunger where you then have a break but people just get caught up in front of computers and as you say the handheld you just you're constantly surrounded by this fast-paced tech and thinking you've got to be doing this you've got to be on to the next thing you've got to be on to the next thing actually you know to pair it all back and just to stop is far better for Mm. us and to take that time out Mm. to actually eat although I have to say I like food you see Christine and I (laughs) I like all the flavours. <laughs> and, uh, and I like, oh, 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 I've had a nice savoury meal. I'd like something sweet now. Oh, that's a bit sweet. I need something savoury to counterbalance it. My, my, my weakness is actually crisps. It's not very good, is it? <laughs> well, I think it's having that satisfaction factor, isn't it? You know that you can have them if you want them. And if you're eating it mindfully, you probably won't eat that much anyway. Mm, depends what um, type of crisps they know. are. <laughs> <laughs> we tend to buy those big packets, but then have a, just have a few out, and those big packets can last a week. You know, do you know the, yeah, the big... Yeah, well, that sounds fine. Yeah. <laughs> just a few on the plate. But then I'm thinking, mm, maybe I shouldn't be having those crisps. But, but maybe movement, for me... Uh, movement is probably something I need to do more of but but you know it's mm. it is it's just getting back to that enjoyment of isn't isn't it of spending time with food and seeing it as a pleasure rather than a necessity how good does it make you feel when you've eaten something that you think well, do you know what that's made me feel good that's made me feel healthy mm-hmm. that's made me feel nourished and you just feel really good for doing it yes yeah that's <laughs> and it, yeah it's it's reprogramming yourself to give yourself that time to create the food that doesn't need to take too much time to create uh i mean we i did a meal a couple of nights ago which was uh, we picked up some i do like i do i do like my discount labels this makes me sound like i'm really tight i'll buy expensive (laughs) stuff as well but the sea bass had been reduced to one pound and five pence for two fillets all right we'll have those so i'd got them out of the freezer because obviously then they were already in the house and i'd got some um carrot potato mash that would been left over from the meal before and um some broccoli and it was just so quick to cook because i could just i was able to microwave the mash 
and steam cook the um, broccoli and pan fry the the, um, the sea bass and it was a meal for two that cost probably less than two pounds so it doesn't need yeah. to be that was where i was coming to you can create healthy meals very quickly without it needing yeah. to be expensive no not at all i mean that's such a, a simple meal mm-hmm. isn't it but you're covering that whole you know what i call the healthy plate model yeah you've got your veggies you've got protein you've got carbs and um, some healthy healthy fats in there. Well, I'm not sure about the, the I'm not sure about the the, the, the it just make me chuckle. The, you know the ch- sweet chili dipping sauce you can get. I've got this yeah. it's called healthy boy. I'm thinking I really don't think it's healthy but it does taste nice. It's in moderation, isn't yeah. it? You're not having a you're not having a whole jar of that. No, exactly, exactly. But the, the, I think there's a little bit of misleading uh, marketing on the Oh yeah, but you know, oh, yeah. you know, talking about sort of happy and food and things like that. How have you used your positive mindset to overcome challenging situations in your life? I mean, obviously, you know, we're talking all about food. I mean, is there anything in that area or generally? How do you, how do you how have you used your mindset to overcome anything in the past? When I had before I started on my dietetics after I'd had um, my children, I. Um, wasn't happy with my body like most new mums aren't um wasn't happy with my body and I'd never dieted never Mm. had an issue with my body before that and I was just and the thing was it wasn't from me it was from other people Mm -hmm. transference yeah I had not been in diet culture people saying oh you'll get your figure back I'd you know, without me even complaining about it. <laughs> Thanks, great. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Are these, all the, all the social media doesn't help, does it? Oh, look, Victoria Beckham's no. back to a minus size two <laughs> and she doesn't eat anything. Yeah. <laughs> Is that really healthy? Do you want to live on lettuce like her? No. <laughs> I then started wanting to change my body. I then started looking dieting and you know and reducing my food and and that actually put me in a real negative place about my body and about food um and my 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 connection with food Mm. and i did um the classic thing of restricting certain foods to try and lose weight and then overeating i remember one one night i was absolutely starving because i was breastfeeding yeah i had three children wow and I was trying to lose weight. Oh, my gosh. That's too much pressure on yourself <laughs> mentally and physically. <laughs> and we'd had um, the family staying over and I'd bought this chocolate cheesecake. And there was a quarter of the chocolate cheesecake left. And I thought, mm, I'll just have a bit of that. I'll have a bit of that. And I ate it all and I felt really, really sick. And I just remember sitting there eating it in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. The cake, cheesecake to myself that nobody else wanted any <laughs> I was like, what has happened to yeah, me? Yeah, what am I doing? Like, that's not anything. I felt sick from eating it and I carried on eating it. And I was in a really sort of negative place mm. about my body, about what I could put into my body. What do I enjoy? Mm. What food makes me feel good? What can I do to make me feel good? And I was Brilliant. already very active with, with having the children. And I thought, take some time from for me each day to just do something. And that was to create a nice meal. Mm-hmm make a, a bit of a meal plan to create a nice meal and do a bit of exercise with just me on my own brilliant and that uh, being grateful for having that space for myself being grateful that i was able to just take 
control over my body again, take control over my, my eating behaviours mm-hmm. again and just get back into that that swing of appreciating what this new, nourishing food can do yes. for me, appreciating yep. how it can make me feel and um, just holding on to that that gratitude and that that positive feelings that I had and the positive feelings about and I would write a list of what what is good about my body uh-huh. well I've you know I've had these three children in it <laughs> yes. I've fed these three children with it um I can push them around in the pram I can take them here I can take them there um and I can I can take it upon myself to improve my health uh-huh. so that I'm not feeling so sad about mm-hmm. how I look I'm not feeling ugh, because I've been eating cheap chocolate cheesecake and not you know fresh vegetables and, and nice pieces of fish mm-hmm. um, and so yeah I think for me coming out of that that was as I've you know as I've talked about food is yes. <laughs> everything to me and that relationship with food is everything to me and I'd, I'd lost that myself mm-hmm. so and I think that's why I find it so empower you know such a, a journey now for me to empower other women to come out of that yes because I know that people can live in that mm. for years and years and years you know I still have clients who are in late 70s who are still struggling wow. with their relationship with food wow because they've been brought up in this yes it's learned same, yeah you know that same mindset yeah it's learned behavior isn't it and what the, what's been, yeah. what's brilliant is that you you've always had that positive mindset but then you recognized when you'd gone off track and you know understandably we go through a lot when we have get pregnant and have children and it's a bit you know the body takes on a huge amount doesn't it and it takes a while to adjust sort of <laughs> just like to have a yeah. small child to look after good grief and um one that gets bigger and keeps getting hungry but <laughs> but that that moment of realization that then you turned it around because we aren't our behavior that you then recognize what it was you set some intentions to change your behavior and you planned out what it was that you needed to do to make yourself feel happy with food with time to yourself with with um that gratitude as well and that affirming what it was you you know you're grateful about in relation to your body to the food what it could do and what you'd got and set that intention i think that time out for yourself as well was obviously really really important and i think that's that yeah that is all of that that you've said is so empowering for anybody that's listening to take note of because it is that moment of recognition and deciding what it is that you want to do and setting that intention and then setting the wheels in motion but if you as you were saying you wrote things down as well that sort of journaling that making note and putting things into the written word is really powerful in itself because you are cementing down those thoughts which can come in and out of our brains as we know so quickly but once you've anchored them on a piece of paper or on the computer, but we're talking about perhaps coming away from the computer and having a nice journal, <laughs> which would be really nice. And I think that's, I mean, that's such great advice. And it's kind of leads me on to my, sort of ne- my, my next question, <laughs> my last question for you, actually, um, is, you know, what, what tips would you give anybody listening to harness happiness in their life? And I'm assuming it's going to be food related. <laughs> so fire away, Christine. <laughs> for me, when things are feeling positive when things are feeling um when you're feeling good um that promotes happiness um because it releases those hormones doesn't it Mm -hmm. those feel good hormones make you feel happy make you feel good about yourself make you feel that you've you've got that sense of achievement so 
We know actually that there are certain foods we can eat that can improve our mood. Um, and um, which ones are they? Which one got the tell? tell, tell. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's things like um, nuts and seeds, mm-hmm. things like dark chocolate, because they release um, they have what polyphenols in them, and they um, help to transport hormones. So they help to release all these feel good factors and. In fact, just having three chocolate-coated Brazil nuts a day <laughs> can increase your happiness Oh, levels. wow. Oh, well, there's a, there's a little bit of a story and a joke I remember about the chocolate Brazil nuts, about being uh, a, <laughs> somebody being offered a chocolate Brazil nut. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, no, I don't have eaten all the chocolate off them or something like that. Somebody being offered a Brazil nut. Like, oh, my God, horrible. But, yes, I mean, I, I was just actually trying to channel a... a a plain chocolate fruit and nut bar. I was thinking, oh, that would be nice. <laughs> but I do like small chunks of dark chocolate. It's got to be something like green and blacks or a high. It's a high yeah. cocoa. Is it the cocoa count? Co- yes, it's the co- it's the cocoa. So all foods which are, are quite dark and intense in colour mm-hmm. are rich in polyphenols. Okay. Um, so that's why there's always, you know, blueberries always have been labelled a superfood. Mm-hmm. They're not, but all you know all fruits and vegetables that are dark in color have lots and lots of those um kind of antioxidants and polyphenols in and where are you with sort of you know fresh foods when you're going with the season that if we're just actually eating things from the uk say it's things that haven't been imported or grown into greenhouses because i was just thinking when you're talking about blueberries you know that the time for blackberries and you're picking blackberries and blackcurrants mm. and fresh fruit and you're eating in alignment with with nature and the seasons where are you what's your take on that yeah so when we eat um food sort of as fresh as possible it's got a lot more nutrients Mm -hmm. in um so food that's been picked and then has been sitting around um once the oxygen reaches it it does start to the nutrient balance does start to deteriorate so um, you'll definitely get a lot more nutrients um, from seasonal and locally grown food. Um, and you'll get a lot more nutrients from places where they, you know, small scale farmers yes, because yeah. the ground isn't as overused mm-hmm. um, because a lot of the, the nutrients come from the ground that the, of course, the um, yeah. fruits and vegetables grow in. So um, if you're, you know, if you're wanting to get that, more nutrition from your mm. food that would be and how ca- how it's cared for as well isn't it i mean you obviously you're talking about the the nutrients coming from the ground but then there's sort of the energy coming from the top and if it's actually sort of mass produced it's it's just like bang bang mm. bang 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 whereas actually if you've got small scale farming the farmers are going to be more careful one would assume yeah. about what they're doing what mm. they're producing and especially i guess i mean we've not gone down um we haven't got time unfortunately today for the sort of the organic roots it'd be quite interesting to hear your take on that we'll have to get you back on christine and do some more <laughs> do some more oh it's been an absolute pleasure thank you so much for coming on and joining me Uh, and 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 sharing your wisdom with with obviously the listeners as well so how how would they be able to get in touch with you if they wanted to know more from you directly so i've got a website which is christine kenny nutrition i'm on instagram uh christine kenny underscore and um i'm on facebook just christine kenny just can find me on Facebook. I'm, um, nice and easy, Christine Kenny, and it's Christine with a K, with a K. Christine with a C H, isn't it? And Kenny yes, with a K. Right. 
well, yes. well, I have to say, whenever I hear this, I hear the name Kenny, all I ever end up channeling, and people of a certain age will get me, and others won't. I keep on thinking, Kenny, do the bump, <laughs> and I won't break into song. <laughs> do you have you? Do you know that song, Christine? No. Right, you're now going to have to go onto Google, onto YouTube, and Google Kenny, do the bump. <laughs> Uh, I think I can still do the dance as well. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. It's been a real pleasure. And uh, thank you for all for listening. As has been Sarah J. Naylor at Harnessing Happiness. Please do um, subscribe, follow, whatever your platform tells you to do or asks you to do. And uh, it'd be lovely if you would uh, leave um, a review or rate as well because it helps us spread happiness globally thanks christine thank you thanks for listening to the harnessing happiness podcast with sarah j naylor if you took value from the content please follow the show on your podcast app and to find out more about sarah's ape mindset visit sarahjnaylor.com that's sarahjnaylor.com